0: What up guys, welcome to the Stay the Course Podcast, where every Monday and Friday, I lead you through my life as I stay the course of following Christ through every situation. I try to give helpful tips to all of you who are just starting out or still going on your Christian walk, and overall, just being totally transparent and vulnerable about my life. I share what God has shown me thus far to help me to continue going. I'll share my mistakes, my struggles, my peaks and my valleys. I'll let you know what I'm doing to continue going strong through this course that we call life, and hopefully in the near future I'll have guests that will share their experiences and what they do to continue staying the course as well. At the end of the day, this life is nothing but a rigorous course set up to either make you stronger or break you if you let it. When you stay the course that God has set for you, you have no idea the things that can happen to you. So let's keep getting after it, and let's stay this damn course. Well, good evening, or, well, it's evening here, it's like 4 o'clock, I believe, I don't know, 5.50, yeah, and I, uh, I came out with a podcast podcast. I guess about an hour ago or two, and I I put it together after, I don't know, about 16 takes, and I just wasn't feeling it, and uh, the title of the podcast was Progression, Not Perfection, because this was the f- my first start of the intro, and then I have an outro with this, and just like... Like, yeah, even though I don't really have a topic or my topic is, you know, just kind of all over the place, I'm going to just keep going progression, not perfection. But I went after this and um, I went and read uh, this book that I actually mentioned in that podcast and it was called uh, Crushing by TD Jakes. Now, a little bit of backstory on this book. I was given this book maybe almost two years ago. I was given this book um, when I was arrested and after I was arrested uh, for uh, pushing my wife. I pushed my wife and, uh, she filed charges against me. And I, um, long story short, she ended up dropping the charges, but I remember my, my therapist, uh, just giving me this book called Crushing by T. D. Jakes. Because apparently he thought I was being crushed I didn't really think of it like that at that time but in some areas I was I was still trying to figure out how to react well still trying to figure out how to be a better leader in my house and just overall just trying to be a better man Mind you, I'm 24 at the time. So it, it, it's just a lot. And, uh, I think 24, maybe 25. Um, so I read a little bit of it. But never enough to just continue after chapter one. I, I've always, especially, uh, you know, before this I it was very hard for me to actually read and to be consistent in reading because my mind would be so quick to veer off and this oh okay I gotta do this and that and this and that but since this um this season has happened where the divorce has happened and uh the newborn has been uh, away journey that's her name that's it's hard to say her name sometimes but I gotta get used to it Um, I sometimes try to build like some disconnection there so I don't it doesn't hurt so bad but I just gotta it's gonna hurt man and and that's just how it is but Once that season, once that all happened, and I talk about this in previous podcasts about how uh, I almost took my life, but then I asked God, you know what, I'm going to follow your way. And once I actually started following God's way, this book was kind of naturally nudged into my life. Nobody, like, just was like, hey, you need to read this book. I remember just going one day, because the book is on my iPad, it's on my Apple Books, and I was already reading a book previously called Battle Cry, and I saw it, and after I finished reading Battle Cry, I saw it there, and I was like, well, why don't I read that book? I remember Andy giving it to me. That's my therapist. Why don't I read it? And I just finished it. And oh my gosh. Um, I actually, I legit just finished it. I'd say maybe about 20, 30 minutes ago. And what a book, man. Specifically, when I finished the the ending hit me as hard as it ever could because it reassured me that God has always been here with me. And though my mind tries to make me believe or let's say the enemy try to make me tries To make me believe that this is just the end all be all, there it never gets better. That's such a damn lie, it really is. It's a huge lie. Of course, it gets better, but it depends on what you choose. Let me make sure I say that it all, it always depends on what you choose. What are you going to do? Are you going to take the hard road? Are you going to actually stay the course, the course that we talk about? The reason for this whole podcast of following God? Or are you going to, you know, are you going to numb it? How many things are out there in this world now that you can numb every emotion? You can numb anything now. I can go and pick up anything to numb the emotions that I have or can I actually do this the healthy way see I personally think that there is nothing wrong although I'm I'll never drink a sip of alcohol due to personal reasons I think alcohol is fine you know in moderation I think and I don't want the whole Christian community on me about this that marijuana can be fine in moderation. But I think there is a a fine line there where you can put those things along. And there's some things that are just not fine in moderation, like sex. Well, sex is one that's fine in moderation. But we, we seem to just... We corrupt everything, right? Because we're humans. That's just what we do. But... there's a fine line there when you take those things and then you just use them to numb numb those emotions instead of actually dealing with them and going to God and saying hey how do I do this a healthy way because you can only numb it out so much before you need more of that substance and more of that substance and you need something harder and then that's how addictions form. I'm telling you. I know. For me it was porn and I'm not ashamed to say it was. That's what I used to do a lot. When when things got bad and I really wanted to numb the emotions, the things that I was feeling, I just wanted a, a good little dopamine hit, boom, that's what I'd go to. That's what many young men go to, and I'm not just going to say young men, let me not do that, that's what many people go to, along with many other things. They want that big dopamine hit, boom, instead of actually doing it the hard way, staying the course, and that doesn't mean just sitting here and like being a freaking mock, no. Oh, god about it doing it a healthy way talking about it therapy groups community you know not the ways that have been shown on TV gotta be against the norm guys I'm telling you the norm is not the way to go but Back on this book because I gotta tell you about the end, man. I I I gotta I gotta show you just how good Guy is. So I said about chapter fourteen. Um, and and I'll just read from from the excerpt here, but and this is coming from the Bible, but in chapter, uh, 14, he talks about a time, or not a time, but there's a, uh, passage in the Bible, and I'm just going to go ahead and read it, it's John, uh, 2nd John, a oh, freaking, dang man, John chapter 2, verse 1 through 10, how hard was that to read, Jared, Jeez, <laughs> but, um, here, here it goes, and it says, on the third day, A wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, "They have no more wine. And then Jesus was like, "Uh, Mama, why are you involving me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. So Jesus nearby let me actually read from the scripture. Says so nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water, so they filled them to the brim. But you have saved the best till now. Now, if you didn't truly get it, let me put it in like uh, layman's terms or what did they did? What are little things that were in uh, high school that you used to do? They were called like uh, freaking field notes or something, I forgot. But basically, Jesus was like, hey... Um, like, my hour has not yet come, but Mary was like, hey, these freaking, they need this wine. Little did she know, Jesus already knew. That was the whole reason why he was there at the wedding. He knew there wasn't going to be any wine. She was just rushing a little bit. So, he was like, hey, fill up these jars of water. Boom. Take it to the master of the banquet. By the time it got to the master of the banquet, it was already wine. And the best wine at that. And. It. Goes to show you. And in the way that he explains it in the book. Over half of the people in that wedding didn't see that miracle. That was one of Jesus' first recorded miracles. If I'm not mistaken, that is Jesus' first recorded miracle in the Bible. And none of them knew about it. And, And what he... He ends up going back and relates it to our lives. T.D. Jakes does. And basically uh, I highlighted this. It says here in the excerpt of this book, it says, God has blessed you when you didn't even know it. If God told you everything he did for you, everything he kept you from, and everything he kept from you, You would sprint to the altar at the nearest church and begin repenting of all your doubt, fear, disbelief, distrust, and anxiety. When I look back over my own life and consider what could have happened, how I could have been hurt, how I could have lost my life, and where I could be right now, I am brought to the brink of tears. We are literally just like that wedding party. Most of the time. Because we don't even know. But Jesus is working in our life every day, performing miracles every single day. We don't even know it. Not even fully aware. Of what's going on. And it's. When you get. That picture. Of. That's the whole reason. Why Jesus was there in the first place. He already knew. And sometimes, because Mary sitting there and saying, "Hey, like there's no one is a perfect illustration of us too. We have this thing where I feel like sometimes I know I do I can't sit here and speak for every, but I have this thing where I'm like, "Hey, God, just dropping this this new bombshell on you, I know." You probably didn't know this, but here's what's going on with my life. It's pretty damn crappy. Little do I know. I, I'm i glad I'm not God, because I, if I was God, I'd be like, bro, I've been known that. I'm there with you right now. But as patient as God is with me, I'll sit there and be like, yeah, yeah, no. Follow me. Stay the course. We'll work this out. Give me control of that. Give it to me. We'll work this out. I'm telling you guys, man, it's when I finally release control. because i I have a controlling spirit dude i do like i i've always wanted to you know make sure i had things right and had things in control but it's when i have finally given control and put up my hands and i look more now to the sky and just sit here and say god you can have it where i am the happiest because i'm glad i don't have all the control great book man um, let me see if I can share something else on this um this is this is actually a good excerpt here and i'll i I'll, I'll share two things with you because one's about being patient, and then the last one i'll I'll just share and that's it. But, uh, another good, good one from this book is, uh, it says, we have the craziest habit of wanting what we want until we get it. Whereas if we waited for the fullness of God's timing to come to pass, we would see that his ordained season carries within it an unforeseen amount of grace and protection As well as giving God all control, I'm not going to give God a deadline either anymore. And I've been known to do that uh, many times. Whether it's been to wanting a significant other, whether it's been wanting a job, or wanting money, or shoot, wanting a... Mo- Something materialistic. Whatever, man. There's so many things. I uh I try to boss God around like he ain't uh the creator of the whole dang universe. And honestly man, I, I think of myself now like who the hell am I? Why, why the heck was I thinking like that? But I, mean, I I have to catch myself. Even then, I'll still, and I'm like, why the heck am I creating a freaking deadline for this? God, because it, it's so much more that I have to learn. Being patient and giving God control, and only the control and the controllables, because there's a, there's a thin line there, there's a balance, you can't just sit here and do nothing, and be like, oh God, well, yes, God's in control, but you still gotta, you freaking pay your bills on time, if you got the freaking money, and and try your best to, you know, go out there, and and do the things that you need to do, and you know, can't just freaking, just sit on your butt, and yeah. God's in control. That's not how it works. There's a balance, just like there's a balance to everything. But man. This if you're gonna fully give God control, don't try to micromanage in any way. That's how you stay the course. And last, I know I'm drinking this water hard, but last, but my favorite, uh, favorite thing I got from this book was, uh, this, it says, never allow the lying words of the enemy to take root and poison the wine God wants to produce in your life. In those moments when everything falls apart, when you don't know how you can go on, or even if you will go on, please remember this message from my heart. Your crushing is not the end. It's only the beginning. You want to know how it was meant to read this book? Was the end. when I was sitting in Lego Vista right, with my brother um, I was sitting there and we were chilling on the porch Uh, one night uh, I think this was maybe the last night or the night before last I think it was the last night watching the fireworks it was 4th of July it was beautiful uh, or it wasn't 4th of July, it was Sunday before 4th of July, so July 3rd. And I remember I, I just started reading, I not reading, I started writing in my notes. I do that a lot sometimes when I feel like God is speaking to me or the Holy Spirit speaking to me. me. And I remember writing this. I wrote these three things because we were listening to a Chance the Rapper song, and I wrote "Still in my bag, like the fries at the bottom," and the specs. I learned. I uh, wrote "Learn to react well," because that's something I need to do, and to continue to learn. That's a a huge thing to do. Not only as a as a young man, but as a man, as a person. And the last thing I wrote was, this is only just the beginning. God's funny, man. When he does things like that, I swear, man, he, dude's a comedian. Because it's just like, it all links together somehow. And it just, it just clicks. And it's just like, What? This is only just the beginning. And though my crushing may hurt. And though I don't know. I don't know when it's going to end. I don't know the deadline. I don't know when I'll get past it. I don't know. When things will drastically change. And it'll get extremely better. Or if I'll ever get. Another wife. Or if I'll ever. Uh, Be able to just see my daughter as much as I truly want to see her. Or when will I be able to do that? I know I will. I'm extremely optimistic and I have supernatural faith in God that it will I have no doubt actually and I doubt my doubts and I believe you should doubt your doubts and I believe you should have supernatural faith that no matter the Christian season that you're in right now that if you stay of course I'm telling you Man, woman, brother, sister, whoever you are, you can overcome it. I have no doubt you can overcome it. Stay at it. I'm going to add one more thing from the book, and this is how I'll end it. here's the last thing that comes from crushing by D.D. D. Jackson God is fully aware of your times and seasons you needn't worry about anything save keeping your eyes on the master who has already called over the servants who will present you who will present what you have to the supervisor of the feast. The party is in full swing. The guests are present. Man's temporary and less desirable wine is running out. Your time is almost here. Remain patient. Your water is about to be drawn out to be sampled and served. Crushing is never the end. Your best is yet to come. Stay the course, my friends pray y'all stay at it, love y'all, until next time, later. Thanks for listening to the State of Course Podcast, uh, please give a rating if you liked it, or if you didn't like it, it's better, I really don't care, uh, if you did like it, follow us on Spotify, uh, Anchor, and SoundCloud. Also- I really appreciate it. Hope y'all have a great day. I'll stay at it.